Zipper rolls out to the right, pitches off to Taylor, and Taylor's to the 20. Down to the 15, down to the 10, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Touchdown, Billy Taylor! Touchdown, Billy Taylor! Billy Taylor scored a touchdown from 21 yards out. The crowd goes berserk. It was November 22nd, 1969 that they came to Barry, Michigan, all dressed in maize and blue. The words were said, the prayers were read, and everybody cried. But when they closed the coffin, there was someone else inside. Oh, they came to Barry, Michigan, but Michigan wasn't dead. And when the game was over, it was someone else instead. Eleven Michigan Wolverines put on the gloves of gray, and as the organ played the victors, they laid Woody Hayes away. Under center is Wangler at the 45. He goes back. He's looking for a receiver. He throws downfield to fire. Welcome to the Michigan Man Podcast on Wolverine Sports Radio, a member of the V-Sporto Network and in partnership with SB Nation's Maze and Brew for Wolverine fans from coast to coast. Go Blue and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Mike Fitzpatrick. It's finally time for some Michigan football. It feels like the bowl game against Florida was years ago. We've waited, speculated, and dreamed of the day the season would start. Saturday at 12 noon, we kick off against Hawaii, and it all begins. On today's game day edition, we'll be joined by Michigan great Jamie Morris for his take on this team. On Thursday, we'll hear from the visitors. Hawaii football voice Bobby Curran will join us. Yes, we're following the same format as we did last year with the show. Our Michigan Game Day edition will air on Tuesdays, followed by our visitors segment on Thursdays. So before Jamie joins us, here's my view from Section 17 to get the season started. I think we're all pretty much tired of previewing the coming season, but in reality, we have not seen this team play, so there are plenty of unknowns. Who will start at quarterback? Coach Harbaugh has made his choice. The team knows who it is, but we'll have to wait until Saturday to find out for ourselves. I suppose it could leak out before that, but right now it looks like we'll have to wait and see who runs out with the offense. We know who our captains are, seniors Chris Wormley and Jake Butt. We know a lot of freshmen have made the two deep, but that has not been released as of today for us to see. So, in reality, this is still a preview show. Until we see this team play, it's impossible to formulate any kind of an opinion. I do agree with my guest Jamie Morris, though. I think we're going to see Michigan come out and put the offensive line to work from the first snap. Run right, run left, run up the middle, and then run some more. Sure, we're going to have to throw the ball some, but I think Jim wants to pound it right out of the gate and send a message. We expect the defense to be the strength of the team, especially early. This week will be a good test. Hawaii spreads you out. If you saw them play Cal over the weekend, that was one very fast-paced game. They run that offense at a frenetic pace. We have a lot of bodies to use, a lot of depth, which we've talked about for months, and I'm sure we'll see a lot of that on Saturday against this very high-octane offense. I'm ready, so let's tee it up and get this season underway. A reminder the time is running out to check out the new interactive sports app I've been telling you about the last few weeks. It will be here in October. 
and is brought to us by the team that created Madden Football and EA Sports College Basketball. Before it shows up in Google Play and the iTunes stores, you can get more information and a sneak peek. Email playitfirst at yahoo.com and include your cell phone number. That's playitfirst at yahoo.com and make sure you include your cell number. This app will change the way we watch our favorite team, so check it out. Jamie Morris thinks the strength of this year's team is the offensive line. Yes, uh, most of us want to see the offensive line be dominant, but we are skeptical. Not Jamie, though. He joins me next on Game Day with his thoughts on that and much more. Here on The Michigan Man, on Wolverine Sports Radio, a member of the V-Sporto Network, and in partnership with SB Nation's Maze and Brew. on our game day segment this week as we finally get to talk about more than preseason prognostications and what we think is going to happen is Michigan great Jamie Morris. Jamie, great to have you back on with us. Thanks, Mike. It's always good. It's always good to come back on and chat it up with you, talk football. Well, it is, and we've waited a long time. We're just days away from the uh, the season opener. Uh, before we get to talk about this year's team and the Hawaii opener, Jamie, uh, let's talk about uh, or tell our listeners about your new radio show. It's on WTKA Ann Arbor. It's going to be called The M Zone with Marcus Ray, and uh-huh. we'll be starting this week. So tell us about that. Like you said, it's called The M Zone, and it starts uh, tomorrow, as a matter of fact, on this week. It's going to cover Michigan football as well as all the Michigan sports that go, that go on at the university. We're also going to talk uh, national sports. We'll talk local sports, meaning the Red Wings, the Tigers, the Pistons. Uh, it's just two former athletes. And, co- and coincidentally, you know, He's defense, I'm offense. I played 10 years before Marcus, and we're 10 years apart. So, I mean, you know, it's two guys with different perspectives, but, you know, they kind of, we kind of feel the same way about how football should be played, how athletes should, should uh, carry themselves. Well, that's going to be a lot of fun to hear. That's 3 to uh, 6 in the afternoon, afternoon drive time in Ann Arbor. Uh, for our listeners, Jamie, that are outside of uh, the Detroit market or southeastern Michigan, is that going to be streamed online on the uh, TK website? It is. Website? TK website, WTKA.com, or you can reach us on iHeartRadio. The perfect week to get the show underway and air the week of the opener. It's officially game week now as we begin to count down to Saturday's uh, home opener with Hawaii. And you know, Jamie, as you well know as being a former great player, any first game of the year, there are some things we think we know about our team. At the same time, there are question marks, and that's each and every year. Let's start with the offensive line on this year's team. Uh, we have Magnuson, Kalis, Braden, uh, Mason Cole as returning starters. Grant Newsom, Ben Bredesen, uh, we're hearing battling it out for it at the left tackle spot. As a former All-American running back, uh, you know this. It all starts with those guys up front, doesn't it? 
And I think that's um, honest, to honestly uh, talk about that, I think the offensive line is the strength of the team. I actually, we've been talking about this offensive line and these players for four to five years. And uh, I think they're coming there on their own. I think they've, they've matured. I think with some uh, great coaching last year, they've come a long way. I mean, if you watch that Florida game, you've got to be encouraged about what's happened, what's going to happen this year. Sure, they're going to have some movement around, and uh, we, we lost a great, a great center in Glasgow, but I think Mason Cole is smart enough and is able to do the center position. And with that being said, you're going to bring in a, a, a redshirt freshman or, or Braden in himself or, you know, to play, and you got Newsom. So you got interchangeable parts. So that being said, you got uh, six to seven guys that can play. Well, and we know that uh, with uh, training camp, the guys have been on the submarine for a couple of weeks. So we don't get much uh, coming out of training camp. But you have heard some of the uh, defensive players say, the offensive line looks very, very good right now, which is reassuring. Oh, and that's the thing. When you hear uh, players talking about how good certain players are or a unit is, you, you have to believe that that's, that's, that's some serious things that are happening and, and that's going on in the submarine, as we call it. <laughs> well, and as we said just a few minutes ago, when we enter a new season, there are some things we think we know, and of course there are question marks. Uh, one of the, the things that falls under the category we do know for certain is that Jake Butt is a, a preseason All-American tight end, and he should have a big-time season, Jamie. I look for Jake to, you know, to, to flourish. I look for him. He's going to be the uh, go-to guy of whoever starts at quarterback. I think that uh, Jake Butt has nothing but, you know, All-American written all over him. Uh, he'll, he'll be a, uh, a number one draft pick. Um, of somebody in the NFL. So I think that kid has all the talent in the world, and he's shown it all through last year. He was the go-to man for Jake Rudock, and he'll be the go-to man of the next quarterback that they choose. We knew Jake Butts coming back, and we knew what we had there. But after spring ball now, that tight end position looks uh, deeper with uh, Ian Bunting, another one of these just big guys, and, and an even bigger, faster Tyrone Wheatley Jr., give us some really nice depth at that position, Jamie. Oh, it's awesome. Like you said, that, that position has become a very a, a strong spot. And uh, Ian Bunty, who came on at the, uh, who came on at towards the end of the season, is having a great, is going to have a great uh, season. And Tyrone Wheatley Jr., wow. <laughs> yeah. A guy that size with that kind of speed, he's the next Jake Butt from the next stage that we're looking at no yeah he's he's scary to be as big as an offensive lineman and have those kind of wheels and better yet those kind of hands you just don't see that too often no you don't well the receiving core as a whole though when you move to the outside we have uh, amara darbo jehu chesson uh, back of course on the outside they had breakthrough years last year we expect that to continue this year you know behind them a lot of analysts outside of this area maybe are a little bit worried, but we know we have Mo Ways, we have Grant Perry who can do a lot of things. Drake Harris, who's healthy and, and we hope ready to step up and show people just what kind of a promise he has. This is another position group that has a lot of guys that can contribute, Jamie. Without a doubt. You you, you mentioned all the guys that, that, that can contribute, that are going to come in and give some time and make some plays. I mean, yes, you have Ch- Chesson and, and uh, Darbo, but like you said, Grant's gonna, Grant Perry's gonna do some things. We we pray that Johnson's gonna, you know, is is ready to go. Um, and you know, you look for some. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if a freshman come out. Yeah. 
and play. So I mean, this is this this they they look slim, they look slim, but they, that that uh that cabin is full over there at the receiving spot too. Yeah, a lot of good things to uh, to like about that position group. Well, moving to the backfield, uh, your position group where you have a keen eye for the guys back there. Uh, Devion Smith, who had just a monster uh, of a game against Florida and played through, had some injuries last year during the season, but showed us uh, he's just your classic power runner. Ty Isaac uh, had the great spring after a disappointing season last year. And Drake Johnson, who's overcome so many things, including being run over by a forklift, uh, (laughs) that's a nice one, two, three punch with a lot of young guys knocking on the door back there, Jamie. Well, sure, and as we said, uh, with the when the players talk about um, talk about a position or a player at a position, this guy Chris Evans, a young a young mm-hmm. freshman, and they call him a Swiss Army knife. He can do a lot. You can throw the ball to him. You can uh, hand the ball off to him. You can get him in over in the screen. Uh, he showed some flashes over there. So I mean, they may be stacked. They're stacked. That as you counted them out, Davion Smith, Davion is not going to want to come out the gate. He wants to be that primary back, and you got Ty Isaac, who's who's made a um, miraculous turnaround and has decided to rededicate himself. And you can see it in, in his physique and how he's running the ball. Uh, I think Drake and when you brought up Drake Johnson, I mean, you know, you got um, a running back who's gone through some 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 trials and tribulations, but has come out a better man, and he's ready to play. And if you look at him. My goodness, he he looked like he lost like eighteen to fifteen pounds. I mean, he's and he's and he's gained all that in, back in muscle. The one thing, of course, we have no idea about as of today is who will be under center on Saturday against Hawaii. Do you think the players by this time in camp, Jamie, have an idea just who that guy is going to be? I think they have an idea because of what they see, whoever's running with the first team, you know what I'm saying? Who's running mm-hmm. with the first team line? Who's who's taking majority of the snaps? And you, you, I mean, the players have have an idea, but the coach, you know, the coaches say they're still. I mean, Coach Arbroath said he's still uh, doing some um, analysis and going through, watching film and everything like that. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say I can't believe. I'm, I'm not going to believe him if he's doing that, and it's going to come right up to you know maybe Wednesday. And I mean, but he's not going to, and you know, he's not going to give it away. Right. He doesn't want. He wants to keep that competitive advantage over Hawaii without letting them know who, who they they have to prepare for three quarterbacks. Well, the thing I, I wonder about is fans we know, uh, we all would like to know who the starter is, but I saw interviews last week with all three of the uh, the quarterbacks, and, and they, they basically said the same thing. It really doesn't matter. Last year, we as a team didn't know uh, until Jake ran out in the field who for sure was the starter. They probably had an idea, but they weren't sure until Jake took the field. So as a fan, I, I wonder sometimes for the team, for the players, does it really matter that the quarterback isn't named? No, I don't think it matters. I think if you're built as a team, I think it's just the part you got to put in. I mean, as you saw against Jake, Jake got Jake got better each and every week, learning learning, and he had to learn a whole new offense coming out of Iowa. You know what I'm saying? So these guys know this offense now. They've had they've had a year and a half to get used to this offense. Um, so the, the, the guys that are there, they understand the offense and they know what they need to do and whatever the coaches have to do to, to choose the starter, it'll be done. And they'll, and you know what, 
They'll get behind it as well as the coaching staff, and they'll get it done. Do you have a feel yourself for who it might be? Uh, I got a feel, yeah, but I'm not going to say anything right <laughs> now. Because, no, I'm going to save that one for my radio show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, with us uh, on our game day segment as we get ready for the big home opener on Saturday against Hawaii is Michigan great Jamie Morris. Uh, Jamie Jabril Peppers, all you have to do is say that name. Sam linebacker in this year's defense, but he could line up at safety. He could line up at a corner, which makes him the ultimate weapon. And coordinator Don Brown, it, he's going to make the most of him, isn't he? Oh, without a doubt. If you if you have a player at that at, at that at that level, and you have someone who can play, he can play up to twelve positions on, on a football on a football team. I mean, you you've got to be able to use him and put him wherever you can. And Don Brown was just salivating. <laughs> and when we were all talking about him going to the to the Sam linebacker, we were like, "What? He's not big enough." No, he, he may he may be playing with bigger guys, but he's strong. He's strong. He's fast, and he has all the talent in the world. And he's going to use it. And don't and don't 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 put don't put aside that this guy may come off the end and go after that quarterback too, because you know what Don Brown's nickname is. His name is A.K.A. Dr. Blitz. Uh-huh. From the opposition perspective, an offensive coordinator, when you're game planning for Michigan, your first priority is going to be for your quarterback to check and see where the heck is Jabril Peppers on the field. Uh, they're going to have to call out where number five is. <laughs> yeah. Coach Drevno last week said Peppers and Jordan Lewis, who Jordan Lewis is supposed to also maybe get a chance on the offensive side of the ball. Coach Drevno said they hadn't been working on offense yet, so he said. But I think we can be certain he's going to play on offense. We've got to get the ball in his hands over there, too, don't we? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, he's going to be on offense. I think when they were in summer I think when they were in camp, they, they, they put him primarily because it's a new – if you look at it, it's a brand-new defense. D.J. Durkin did mm-hmm. a great job, but they did switch a, a total defense, so that made them have to, uh, you know, get Jabril understanding what was going on in that defense before he was to go over to the other side of the ball. I think now that it's game week, I think you'll see a little wink with, you know, where Jabril will get in, whether it's for a reverse, whether it's a pass, a throwback pass, whatever it is, they're going to do something from an offensive standpoint to get Jabril the ball. And then Jordan Lewis, you pointed out, Jordan went over and asked, hey, I can do this too. So, you know, these two are Swiss Army Knights. They're Mm going to be able to do whatever they need to do for this, this team. Well, on his defense, Jamie, the linebacking core doesn't get much attention in the preseason chatter, but I think in general, if you ask the fans, do you have a worry on this defense, they would mention that linebacking core. Uh, you have Ben Gedeon and Mike McCray at the inside, and of course, the Sam linebacker is going to be Jabril. Do you feel pretty good about that group? I feel real good about that group, and let me tell you why. The one thing about the linebacking group last year, although they were veteran latest. You know, they would slow, slow a foot. Mm-hmm. This group is more athletic. This group can get around. This group can make things happen. And I feel good because this defensive line is one of the best defensive lines in the country. And as long as you keep the linemen off of this, this linebacking core, they'll be able to make the plays they need to make. Well, as you said, uh, the rest of the defense, that defensive line is just uh, its absolutely ridiculous how deep and talented we were before the freshman got here. Now you have Rashawn Gary, which everyone's waiting to see. And Michael Unwayno has been getting uh, mentioned by Coach Harbaugh as a guy who he just loves. So there's another big, I mean, that, that kid's big. Michael Unwayno is big. So you throw these guys into the mix. 
Then in the secondary, you have two corners and Stribbling and Jordan Lewis that can play press coverage and run support, as well as any two corners in the country. And they've got some good young talent waiting behind them, too. This is just, as a whole, this defense is as good as we've as we've seen in a long time, Jamie. Well, you got a defensive coordinator that, that's coming from the ACC conference, which is not a bad conference that, that featured Florida State and Clemson. Mm-hmm. And this defensive coordinator was able to shut those two those two teams down. If you look at what his defense did at Boston College. That being said, he 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 he's like a kid in the candy store. Look at all the little gadgets and and gizmos he's got in this little treasure chest. In that de- in this Michigan defense, and look at the little things that he can do against the spread offenses like Ohio State, against the, the pro style offenses like uh, Michigan State, and then Ohio State's uh, spread offense. So he's he's salivating at 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 at, at the chance to take on these these offenses here in the Big Ten. The openers coming up on Saturday. Openers, it's always hard to predict. You don't know what you're going to get. A lot of nerves. A lot of young players seeing action. This Saturday, Hawaii rolls in after their opening loss to Cal, 51-31 in Sydney on Saturday. Now this week, they, Hawaii, hop on a plane for Ann Arbor, come play us. That is one brutal opening stretch for a college football team, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. I hope they're getting paid well. I know the Michigan's <laughs> paying them well, but I, and they, and they, I hope the kids get to keep the free code fire mile, too. It, it is brutal, like you said. Oh, it's very tough. So, um, it's going to be tough for them to get on a plane. And then, if you think about it, Mike, they have to play at noon. So mm-hmm. they're getting on a plane, maybe on a Thursday, flying in on a Friday. They, they get one one night to, you know, get their bodies adjusted. And then they got to play at noon. I watched the game on, uh, well, Friday night. Of course, it was Saturday in uh, in Australia when they were playing the game to get a look oh. at them. And not sure I learned a lot. I, I think the thing I know about them is they'll have a lot of frequent flyer miles by the time they, uh, they get here on Saturday. But if you saw any of that game, this is a fast-paced offense. Nick Rolovich, uh, first year as a head coach there at Hawaii, he played quarterback there. Uh, forecast is for a warm day, Jamie, on Saturday. That could change, but it's supposed to be in the 80s. Uh, with higher humidity, this is going to be a good test uh, for this Michigan defense with a very fast-paced offense. It's going to be a great test, and that's that's what they wanted. And, and the good thing is, it was a it was a warm summer camp, so they 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 were blessed with heat. They got to practice in a lot of heat uh, during the summer camp. Uh, they put a lot of things in. It's like you said, you're going to see guys running around trying to make their adjustments and everything like that. I think by the second quarter they'll calm down and they'll they'll get a hold of this game. I think Hawaii will come out and do some wild things as they did against um, California. They came out. I mean, the first play, the first pick of the game was an onside kick. Yeah. You believe that? Yeah. I mean, they're going to do some things to try to take Michigan out of the game. They know it's a home crowd. It's going to be over 106,000 fans. So you know, you just got to somehow take them out of the game and take over the game. And I was impressed with what, what I saw with Hawaii. Um, they, they, you know, they, they, they you got to hold on to the ball. You got to hold on to the ball. They turned the ball over five times, so they got to cut down on their turnovers. And Michigan's got to make the turnovers happen because they know that Hawaii is prone to turn the ball over. Uh, they play fast on offense, no question about it. Uh, the defense pretty young. They return uh, five starters for Hawaii, but they mm-hmm. basically they, they got shredded uh, on the ground and through the air by Cal on Saturday. As you mentioned, the offense didn't help them out a lot. Um, but you got to think they are going to be hard-pressed to slow this Michigan offense down, Jamie. Well, I, what plays in the Hawaii's favor is, is Coach Harbaugh is going to see how good his offensive line really is. Mm-hmm. He's going to want to set the tone. He's going to want to run the ball. 
I think they're going to open up running the ball, and they're going to try to pound Hawaii now. Hawaii is a smaller team than what we are, and he's going to try to pound the ball and have this offensive line coming off the line of scrimmage. And let's see what Davion's got. And he's going to rotate these backs because, like you said, it's going to be a hot day. So he's going to try to rotate these guys and see what he's got. He's got to, you know, he's got to see what he's got under the hood. He's got to, you know, rev this thing up and see what he can do. And then, you know, he'll, he'll, whoever starts the quarterback, they'll blend in passes after Hawaii gets set up to, uh, for the run. We all wonder when a team has an opener in hand, is that an advantage for Hawaii that they have one game under their belt, or is that negated by the fact that they have been traveling all over the place, logging miles uh, in less than a week? So Hawaii has an advantage coming in. They played a game. And, you know, uh, Coach Schimbeckler, I remember when we, we signed a, a degree, the agreement with um, Notre Dame that mm-hmm. we were going to be the, you know, this was going to be the first game of the year. And Coach Schimbeckler got upset with Notre Dame because they scheduled the game before the Michigan game. So, they had a game. It's the game. It's that second game where you can improve the most. That's where your team's going to improve the most is the second game. I remember that well. You know, as fans, Jamie, we tend to be uh, overly optimistic every time at this year, and that's a lot of fun. Uh, as a former player, though, and someone who has a more rational and reasoned uh, approach and view to these openers, do you think this team, even before we've taken a snap, I know this is uh, reaching, do you think we can compete for a Big Ten title this year, even though? The three biggest games are on the road against very good teams. Oh, yeah. I think this team is Big Ten ready. And what I, what I mean by saying that is we, we, we have the talent, if not more talent, than the three teams that we're going to face on the, the three big teams, the three big tests that we're going to face on the road, meaning Michigan State, uh, Iowa, and um, Ohio State. I think you need to take care of business at home, and then what you do on the road, because, hey, you just get, you, you do what the defense takes away from me. And on defense, from, from, a coach, from Coach Don Brown's standpoint, you got to put that quarterback on the ground. And he's got to be on the ground as much as, much as, he, ha- as, much as he can because he's got to think about it. Every time he's got to think about who's hitting me and where's that hit coming from. Well, in just a few days, we're going to be like kids in a candy store. We have been waiting <laughs> since January for this. Finally, it's going to happen on Saturday. You know what I think about Jamie? For the fans, it's it's like a dream experience for me to to be in the stadium and watch it all unfold uh, with the band coming on the field, waiting for the players to come on the field. From a former player's perspective, I'm sure you remember coming down that tunnel, waiting with Coach Schembechler and your teammates to come on the the field. The band's playing. Uh, from a player's perspective, tell the fans what that feels like. Oh, it's the greatest feeling in the world. I mean, you know, and like you said, for a player, oh, so fast. You think about it because you remember where you were. You were in the back as a freshman, and then you remember you you you, were, you had somebody behind you as a sophomore, and then you were two up when you were a junior, and then you were leading as a senior. And you don't forget each and every year that you get to do that because those times are precious. And as a freshman, you just oh, this is happening. As a sophomore, you're like, wow, this is great. And then as a junior, you're like, wow, i got one more year of this, and then it's over. So, you know, uh, it's the greatest thrill to come out in, in unison of 106,000-plus fans going crazy, singing one song in unison is Hail to the Victors. It's incredible. And when you touch that banner, you touch it, and it's the greatest thrill of your life. You come down, and you're ready to rip somebody apart. <laughs> You have us ready, uh, Jamie. We're ready for you. <laughs> uh, just a reminder to the fans again, uh, as we mentioned at the top, uh, your show starts, well, 
We're airing on Tuesday, so on Monday, um, a new show on WTKA Ann Arbor with uh, Jamie Morris and Marcus Ray. It's going to be called The M Zone. Can you give us a, a few clues as to what, besides the opener, what you'll be talking about this week? Well, we're going to be talking about what, what this team has gone through to get to where they are. We're going to be talking about uh, what they've had to go through. I mean, from they've gone, if you think about this team, this team is now Jim Harbaugh's, officially Jim Harbaugh's team. But, you know, they, you know when they came in this last year, there's still, you know, still a little bit of Brady Hoke's team there, you know, and how he transformed and the mark of a great coach, how you can take some other person's team and transform them into one clean unit and play the way they played last year and gave the effort that they gave. And now they believe in what Coach Harbaugh has to, has to offer. And now we get to see what this, what they can really do. Uh, again, for our listeners who aren't in the southeastern Michigan, Detroit, Ann Arbor markets, you can hear the show uh, streaming live on uh, WTKA's website. Correct? Exactly. And join in. Come on in. We'll give you. We'll give for you if you're driving home. We'll give you a good good way to drive. Good deal. We're looking forward to it. Should be a lot of fun with you, great former Michigan players. So, as always, uh, it's great to have you on the show, Jamie. With us today, as we have been previewing the big home opener with Hawaii on Saturday, Michigan great Jamie Morris. Jamie, as always, uh, thank you for your time, and we'll get you back on later in the season. Thanks again, Mike, and go blue. Wolverine Quick Hits is next as we wrap it up on our game day edition here on The Michigan Man on Wolverine Sports Radio, a member of the Vsporto Network and in partnership with SB Nation's Maze and Brew. Quick hits today. On Thursday, we'll be back with our visitors edition and game day notes. As of this morning, there is no news on the injury front, which is always good. Coach Harbaugh said at his Monday presser, and then again on his radio show last night, that the team is in pretty good shape for the opener. So for the latest game day news, join us on Thursday for our Michigan Man Visitors Edition. My guest will be the radio play-by-play voice of Hawaii football, Bobby Curran. Hawaii opened the season in Sydney over the weekend, losing to Cal 51-31, and will make the long trip to Ann Arbor midweek. It's hard to believe these guys will have anything in the tank by late Saturday afternoon, especially when you see the pace they like to keep on offense. But we'll talk more about that on Thursday. Like us on Facebook at The Michigan Man Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at The Michigan Man. Our free show app is available in the Google Play and iTunes stores, and as of September, we can be heard on iHeartRadio. A reminder, the time is running out to check out the new interactive sports app that I've been telling you about the last few weeks. It will be here in October and is brought to us by the team that created Madden Football and EA Sports College Basketball. Before it shows up in Google Play and the iTunes Store, you can get more information or a sneak peek. Email first at yahoo.com and include your cell number. That's first at yahoo.com and make sure you include your cell number. This app could very well change the way we watch our favorite sports teams. It's very cool, so check it out. Thanks to Michigan great Jamie Morris for being my guest today. 
Make sure you join me on Thursday's Visitor's Edition of The Michigan Man with our special guest Bobby Curran, radio play-by-play voice of the Rainbow Warriors. That's it for today's show. I'm your host, Mike Fitzpatrick. Until Thursday, take care, and as always, go blue. Thanks for joining us today on The Michigan Man here on Wolverine Sports Radio, a member of the V-Sporto Network and in partnership with SB Nation's Maze and Brew. Our listener lines are open 24-7 for your calls at 313-263-4842. That's 313-263-4842. Or email us at themichiganmanpodcast at yahoo.com. That's themichiganmanpodcast at yahoo.com. The Michigan Man Podcast is produced at the studios of Robin Lynn Productions, Allen Park, Michigan, and is not affiliated with the University of Michigan. Go Blue!